guess what? Be the Love will be available in bookstores everywhere on May the 10th. So make sure you go and get your copy from anywhere books are sold. That's Be the Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. Or if you would like to receive the special pre-order gift that we have available for a very limited time only that's valued at $111, go to sarahprout.com slash be the love and my team will send you this be the love meditation album that includes seven powerful activation sequences that are designed specifically to complement each chapter within the book that's sarahprout.com slash be the love enter your receipt number and we will send you the meditation album Hello there and welcome back to the Manifest Podcast. Today's episode, as I hit the record button, I am feeling slightly reluctant to press publish, but I will because I know it can help people that are navigating similar situations. So the reason why I wanted to address this issue is to create a healing path. I believe there is no coincidence that in five days from now, my book, Be the Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness, will be hitting the bookshelves all around the world. And the reason I wrote this book is because I had to, I had to come to terms with my own internal violence. And so it feels extremely serendipitous to me that the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case is everywhere right now. It's being discussed on all social media platforms and news outlets. And let it be known though, two things here actually. I am very reluctant to speak about this because I do not like the idea of the media machine, the narratives that be pushing celebrity culture and especially pain, suffering and fear as entertainment. And I think that there are so many different levels and layers to this case that none of us can understand because we're not there. All of this private information is being available to the world and everyone has an opinion on it. Who's right? Who's wrong? uh, What's right? What's wrong? Who has certain disorders or addictions or patterns of behavior that are toxic? And this is where I want to jump in and say something because I think that If we can all step back and remember that as human beings, we have to take responsibility for our own actions and behaviors, that this is the most self-loving thing that we can do. And for me, you may remember that I have a viral video that has been viewed by over 70 million people. I partnered with a company called Goalcast in 2019, and it's had over 66 million Facebook views. And then there's been various other platforms that have reshared it. So I think it's up to like up over 70 million views now, which is really mind boggling. But it documents my story of survival from 10 years of domestic violence. And I don't say that lightly. And what it did show me being so visible with my story and I'm crying on the the speech that I share and all the comments from people all around the world that can associate with dysfunctional relationships, toxic relationships, abusive relationships. There are countless amounts of stories out there from people that can empathize with the pain that is generated in a toxic dynamic. And so for me, after that video went live and I landed the book deal to write Be the Love, I had to do the deep emotional work to own 
my internal violence, how I was showing up in conflict with my husband. And I was being violent. I was raising my voice. I was name calling. I was being emotionally abusive. And so for me as a personal development teacher, I couldn't imagine what it would be like having the transcripts of my fights out there in the world. But having said that, they are in the pages of my latest book. And what it really highlights to me is that we don't know what other people are going through. We cannot possibly say who's right and who's wrong without being there. And the whole media circus is, of course, designed to be like this fear-mongering monster that gets bigger and bigger and allows us to make judgments and assumptions and and uh, perception shifts based on what we're being presented. But it's not the full picture. The thing that I see from the outside here and reluctantly, you know, watching YouTube videos or court testimonies or he said, she said, hearsay, <laughs> is that these two people need compassion. They need love. They need understanding. They need meditation, prayer, energy headed in their direction. Because to be so public with this stuff in a conflict environment, in an environment of conflict, such as a courtroom, which is always unpleasant, it creates so much more pain to rehash the past and then for the entire world to see the pain of the past. The healing work that is required to move forward is possible. And so we can use this as a benchmark, if you can associate with the dysfunction that they've been through, the pain of the past, to transmute that pain into power to be the love you believe you deserve. If we all felt more worthy, if we all owned our own emotions rather than placing blame and expectations on making our partner happy or for our partners to make us happy, if we released our partners from this expectation, guess what happens? The relationship starts to be healthy and it starts to flourish and thrive in the most beautiful ways. But we have to be willing to stand back and own that shadow part of ourselves to be the love we wish to feel. And so when we can approach conflict, which happens because we're human, right? Relationships grow and become sustainable by weathering the storms. And there are, of course, very caricaturized, devastating accounts in that courtroom of two people that have not the best conflict resolution skills or the best empathy. And they were drawn to each other, attracted to each other to heal those core wounds, to rise above the aggression, the anger, the rage to find themselves. And so it is a space of non-judgment. It is a space of non-judgment to encourage the healing path. As I mentioned in Be the Love, I created the Be the Love method or philosophy to feel, heal, and reveal. And for me in my own life, oh my goodness, <laughs> what I used to do when I would have an argument with my husband, this is my second husband, my soulmate husband, who I feel so grateful for every single day, when we would have an argument and he would say he needed space to process his emotions, guess what I would do? I would chase him down and I would demand that he listen to me. 
because I was scrambling for safety, control and approval. And I had this, this thirst to make everything right in the moment because I don't like conflict. And so I was violent with my approach of saying, hey, let's make this better now, 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 now. And guess what happened? It escalated and it created more violence within myself, more disowned parts of me and mismanaged emotions. And that creates so much distress. And my mentors remind me in a relationship, we are building a bridge of communication and that things happen. Life gets messy. People deal with addictions and dramas and illness and grief depression, anxiety, all of the spectrums, the spectrum of emotions of being human. And when we remember to show ourselves kindness and compassion, to detach from the drama, and we offer forgiveness, this is where the true healing and magic can take place. Forgiving doesn't mean forgetting, by the way. I want to be really, really clear about that. I forgave my ex-husband for being physically abusive to me. And he has forgiven me for being physically abusive to him. And as human beings who are growing and evolving all the time, this is something to be celebrated, that healing paths can be created. But it does take willingness and it does take awareness and intention, the intention to build that bridge of communication to create that healing path and to remember that you are worthy of love, healthy love. True love is not supposed to hurt. In relationships, we are designed to create a mutual support system for one another. And the more we can bring conscious awareness and reverence to that mutual support system, the more the relationship will flourish and thrive rather than going to battle and war with the person that you are in a sacred union with as a beloved. But things don't often go as planned, right? We grew up in dysfunctional relationships. I saw my parents fighting when I was a kid. I didn't know how to fight fair. I didn't have the belief system of the, the tools required to have a conscious, calm discussion. I took things personally. <laughs> I went into attack mode instantly as soon as I felt like my safety was threatened. That was it. Gloves were off. So it's about pausing before reacting. It's about viewing the lens of reality also through critical thinking skills, stepping back and realizing there's something to learn from this, something beautiful to learn from this. And so next time you think of Johnny Depp or Amber Heard, I'd love you to take a moment to send the energy of compassion and healing in their direction. Because the energy that we put out there comes back to us. And if you are not a fan of celebrity culture, that's totally fine as well. Think of somebody else that you know in your life that is struggling right now and send the energy of love, care, and compassion to that person because the energy will be felt. And this is what we need to do as members of humanity, as collective consciousness, to be more kind to one another to not be so rigid with our rules and our judgments about who should have behaved in what way. And of course, no excuse for abuse, never any excuse for abuse. There are lines and boundaries, but with those lines and boundaries that are crossed, a very sacred invitation is issued from the universe to begin a path of healing. And this is just a, a small conversation that I just felt inspired to share with you and to have. 
And if it helps in any way, or if you believe that it will help anybody else, please feel free to share this with somebody. You never know, it could help inspire that path of healing. Anyway, that is it from me for today. Thank you so much for being here. That was my two cents. I don't know whether it's, <laughs> I don't know whether it will land in the right place or not. I hope it will. The intention is that it always comes from my heart, from a space of authenticity and from love and compassion. Thank you for being here. Lots of love and bye for now. Thank you.